0: What's up, lads and all of and welcome back to episode 71. 71!
1: <laughs> yeah, here we are. Um, the last couple episodes we've done some we've touched on some anniversaries and stuff. And uh, I feel like at this point people are probably gonna get annoyed with hearing this guy's name, but it has to be talked about because he might be our favorite athlete of all time at this point. He we we said in the last episode that he was the most that was the greatest sports quote. Of all time. And our man, Pete Weber. Who do you think you are? I am. Strike to claim it. A strike to claim it. And he got
0: it. That. Yes. that is why right. I said it. At
1: five. Are you kidding me? That's right. Who do you think you are? I am. Pete Weber has retired after 41 years of professional bowling. So a little round of applause to Pete Webber yes! for that one. Yes, he
0: did it. <laughs> wow. Huge.
1: it's a, It's a sad day for sports and for bowling and for radio clips and TV clips all across the world. But that quote is going to be played a zillion times today. It's yep. going to be everywhere. And he did everything he could to take that quote and, and – one up it, I guess you could say, because today with his official retirement, they did a little retirement video. McGee and I, you and I were talking about it prior to. Um, he gets up, they get him to roll uh bowl his like final frame, and uh he threw like a strike and then he split the second one and he throws a third and like just cleans it up, turns around, he's like crying, like he's emotional. Apparently he's hammered at this thing. I I don't know, but apparently <laughs> he is. And then it's Pete um, Weber. I expect nothing less. Yeah. And then he says, so he has a quote earlier in the, in the day or like in the event. And he says, um, hate me or love me. You watched, that's all you could do. So that's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. That's all you could do. You peasants, you couldn't get on this level. (laughs) And then to top it off, to end it all. He's being interviewed, and he again going back to this. Apparently, he's hammered. He says his famous line, "Who do you think you are?" I am, and just throws an f bomb in the fire, and then says, "Oh, sorry." <laughs> just an legend all around, an
0: absolute electric factory. And this guy, can we just appreciate how long forty one years of a pro sport is? That's like longer than probably some of your parents have been alive. To some <laughs> yeah, of the younger
1: out there. Yeah. 41 years of professional bowling is insane, but okay. This is what I was thinking about is bowling. So you retire from professional hockey, you retire from the NBA, whatever. You might go and play some shinny hockey or play beer league hockey with your buddies or go to the park and throw some hoops or whatever. Right. Like if you're a yeah. retired professional from those sports, uh, football, you're going to throw the football around. If you're, <laughs> if you were a professional bowler and you retire, do you think he's just like his buddies are like, hey, we're going to the lanes, and he's like, no, no, like I can't. <laughs> I've hung up. I've hung
0: up my bowling shoes. Like, do no, you, dude, do you think he no goes way. still?
1: No, there's no way he
0: would go. One forty-one years, you've got to be sick of it at that point. Like, <laughs> he just maybe doesn't not, have the passion. But, but for still, it though, anymore. the, the one, yeah, probably not. But the one thing about like hockey and stuff, other than like the one guy that I know of that once he retired just threw away like everything, I don't think he's put on a pair of skates since, was Pavel Bure. I've heard that once he retired from yes. hockey. Didn't put on the skates again, but that being said, it's kind of more enjoyable because if you retire from those sports, like you can make the argument, oh, not a real game. Like I'm just fucking around with the, my buddies and in, in shinny hockey. Cause like everyone's going to want to ex- expect you to be like, at, like Disgusting. A, a, a elite. Yeah. A, yeah. A professional. Yeah. Whereas bowling you can't really hide from that. Like nothing's changed. It's the same game.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's it like if you don't perform or you're just fucking around people will be like uh this guy really This guy Played fell off for the map. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh are you sure you're you're a, a good bowler in Pete?
1: Yeah, like if you played professional hockey or whatever, you could like tone it back. If you're playing shinny or pickup or whatever with your buddies, like you take back the not that notch. Like you probably still want to win, have that, that competitiveness. But yeah. bowling, like you probably you can't just. There's no excuse. turn the dial. Like you're no. just full blown all the time. Like the point of bowling is to. Win like get the pins in as few like like right like the general concept is get the pins in as few tries as possible like if you're just rolling strikes after strike so this guy's obviously not going up there and trying to not roll strikes <laughs> like yeah he's just gonna keep going up there consistently and trying to do that so I wouldn't yeah, be surprised if this guy
0: comes at retirement though like you think especially so? bowling's one of those sports you can like it's not like it takes too big of a, of a physical to- uh, toll on you
1: yeah and you know what I was wondering today I wonder what practice is like for a professional bowler.
0: I feel like they'd hire like a little like squire or like some sort of little like little assistant that sits at, at, at the end of the lane and resets the pins and they just set up like different scenarios. Like 7 10 so? split, like here's this sc- spare cleanup, like one pin left. Right, Cuz I was wondering if they just go to the bo- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then like go man, go.
1: Cuz I was wondering if they just go to the bowling alley and like just bowl and then yeah. just go continuously and whatever happens to the pins, you just, you figure out how to play those pins. And then like, if a scenario comes up that you haven't seen before, maybe you just try to set it up again or whatever. Like I was just wondering, cause I'm like, that's such an interesting sport to have to practice for. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I, I, I want to watch a bowling practice now. I want to just see how it goes down and what they do in bowling practice.
0: I feel like bowling is really similar to like darts and there's another electric athlete that we've talked about on the pod previously, Michael Van Gerwen, MVG with the what? The 16 perfect darts in a row.
1: Yeah. Yeah. uh, The nine darter. And then I think he throws. Yeah. I think he does throw 17. I think it's 17 17 or something like that. Yeah. And the crowd just gets more and more electric as he goes. And then he misses the one. Oh yeah. (laughs) But But that cheer that he has is the best. It's like they yeah. the crowd all jumps up and down and they're cheering and it's like you know the song is like oh 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 Uh-oh. oh but they cheer and they're Friends. like oh, oh, oh banker when that's pretty <laughs> sick man Bank-o! Yeah, they just go nuts. They're all just hammered in the crowd cheering for this guy. Yeah,
0: and I love the – look. I would kind of liken bowling to d- darts in the sense that, like, I feel like it's just hosted at some, like, smaller venue, but all the crowd there is just so passionate about the sport, and they're yeah. all hammered, to Like, yeah. you can go to other professional, like, sports events, and people will be there, like, sober, taking it seriously. But I think it, at competitions like bowling and darts and billiards and, and, like, kind of more niche sports like that, everybody is just pinned. And they, yeah. and they show up in, in costumes 180 and they yeah. have their little signs, <laughs> their Yeah, so yeah, man, exactly. Congrats, Pete, to a legend.
1: Yeah, 40, what a career! Years. Oh my, what God. a career! And what a quote! Like, he left, he leaves the game and leaves sports, professional sports in general, with one of the greatest quotes of all time. And something that will go down as one of our favorites on this show for the rest of time. That'll be something that we will just drop
0: we'll reference any chance we get. Friend.
1: Yeah, so congrats to a legend on an incredible career. McGee, let's move on here. We got uh, episode 71, player battle. 71, obviously, uh, we're getting close. Now we're finally actually at 29 away from 100, like I said last week. (laughs) Finally at 29 away from 100. Um, This week, actually, my dad suggested this event because he says it takes speed, skill, um, agility coordination and um i don't know there's like something else but triple jump yeah triple jump has a competition so who can just jump the farthest in in a triple jump competition so uh let's get into our player introductions here our first competitor a 12-year NBA veteran, playing seven seasons for the New York Knicks, three for the Boston Celtics, and dabbling for a season each with the San Fran Warriors and the St. Louis Hawks. Having played 716 games, he averaged 15.8 points per game, 9.1 rebounds, and 1.6 assists. A four-time All-Star and three-time, three-time NBA champion. A 6'6", 225-pound power forward from Dallas, Texas, Willie the Whale Knolls. Our second competitor, he was the second overall pick in the 2004 NHL entry draft by the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's currently in his 15th season in the NHL, all with the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's part of arguably the best center ice duo in NHL history, winning a gold uh, world junior gold medal. Two world championship golds, two world championship silvers, three world championship bronze, an NHL Rookie of the Year, a two-time Art Ross Trophy winner, a Hart Trophy winner, a Ted Lindsay Trophy winner, a Conn Smythe Trophy winner, and a three-time Stanley Cup champion. A six-foot-four, one hundred ninety-five-pound center from Metalurg Magnitogorsk, Russia, Yevgeny Gino Malkin. Wow. So, here we go i love both of these guys too have um nicknames willie the whale and evgeny gino malkin and you know what's funny too is i searched up evgeny malkin and i was trying to find like his elite prospects page and it wouldn't come up because he's not listed as evgeny malkin he's listed as yevgeny it's literally evgeny but just with a y in front really yeah, so I was wondering like why did he just drop the y? Like what was the whole point of dropping the y coming to North America? Like why did he have to do that?
0: Yeah, dude, I don't I don't know, man. Like it's just Like it doesn't change strange. his
1: name. It's just no. Yevgeny. It's just it's <laughs> like a
0: completely it's a completely different. Maybe it's like uh the Russian spelling and, and the Anglicized spelling. I I don't yeah. know, but the one thing I was telling you, like I think, uh, last episode or two episodes ago, uh, I don't. I, we mentioned it off the air, but like I'm on I'm on Evgeny Malkin's hockey DB right now, and if you click yeah. the photo on the hockey DB, you can see him through the years.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, cha- so you it can changes click through their them. photos.
0: So I'm yeah. literally looking at like rookie Evgeny Malkin with just a full head of hair, <laughs> A lot of care in the world, a big smile on his face. Yeah, and then he just, it looks like he's just getting grumpier and grumpier as the years go on. <laughs>
1: yeah but uh okay let's get into it so triple jump competition triple jump is a pretty fun competition remember in like elementary school track and field events getting ready for the triple jump i feel like it was like the most like stress-free event just because you're almost just like fucking around like you're just doing some hopscotch or something out there like you just wheel down the lane and you're like right right left hop (laughs) like fly through the air Uh, (laughs) yeah um I don't know because I was thinking it was going to be an easy decision to go with 6'6 six, six nulls um, because length, um, playing in the NBA, power forward, he's definitely strong. He's going he's gonna to be able to jump well. Um, but I don't know. Like I'm contrasting here because I think Malkin, he's two inches shorter and 30 pounds lighter, but I, I think his legs are probably more powerful. So combine that little bit of power – with the um, the 30 pounds lighter. And I think yeah. that he might be able to just naturally fly further, no matter how, like, nulls length. I don't know. What what, what do you think here, Migi?
0: I was kind of...
1: Migi throwing his mic all over the place. my
0: mic around. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, man, I thought about this, too. And I think um, Evgeny Malkin probably does have more... Um, leg strength. I agree with you there, but the length is tough to beat. And like with this, with the 200 and was it 25 pounds, 660, yeah. 25. Uh, he's a little heavier than, than Malkin. But he's evenly but dispersed. He's evenly dispersed. And I think that Malkin might be more dense. I don't know. I think he just seems like a more compact okay. guy. Okay. Uh, it's, it's tough, man. Cause like, Willie Knowles is a basketball player. And I think there's more like up and down, like height explosiveness yeah. whereas malkin may not may not have that jumping ability mm-hmm. um just as a basketball player too I, I don't know man he he averaged in ucla for 11 11.4 <laughs> 11. rebounds a game i mean the guy can can clearly get up there yeah and then uh
1: 9.1 the rebounds per game
0: yeah yeah he, he averaged a double double during his seven year years with the Knicks. so yeah, yeah he's gotta, gotta have some sort of jumping ability Beat out Bill Russell in the national championship game. Um, so, I mean, he's an athlete. He's, an, yes. he's a competitor. He's an athlete. There's no denying that. I think I got to give it to, to the whale on this one.
1: All right. I, I don't know. I, I think I'm just going to still ride with Malkin here because I think that leg strength, you gave you some pretty compelling arguments. And I think it's kind of hard to deny, but I think that that, that hockey base is just going to carry Malkin through this competition and he's going to win. I don't know. I just I I have a hard time betting against Yevgeny, Gino Malkin. So I don't know. I think this one's a draw for episode seventy-one. And yeah, a,
0: let's call it. Let's call it a tie. The exact same distance in inches and yeah. meters and yeah,
1: everything. over over three jumps they average the same distance. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I was say. Yeah. All right. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, we, we got we got a draw. I think that's our first ever
0: draw, probably.
1: Uh, yeah, I can't, um, I can't really think of any ties that we've no, had pre- previously.
0: No, neither so, can I. I, yeah. uh, I wanted to move on and, and talk a little bit about uh, Saint Patty's Day. We're recording this on Thursday. It'll be re- released Monday. Um yeah.
1: It would be released March Monday. The, oh, today the is
0: 20, March 18th. Well, the, yeah, it'll be the 22nd when you guys are listening to this. But Saint Patty's yeah. Day was yesterday for us on March 17th, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Um, obviously, in the in the, in the past. Laurie's done the huge St. Paddy's day celebrations and Ezra, like 30,000 plus people COVID yeah. can't do that. So let's just like, yeah, we can't do that. But people were still out and about uh, having some little smaller gatherings with their friends. I think in the red zone, the limits like 25 outside. Um, I had, a, I had a few friends over. Um, it was like eight of us, I think. So just a little small gathering of, of people who are already in my bubble, but mm-hmm. man, I got an email this morning from the school and apparently prior to St. Paddy's Day, there was like a huge party that was hosted at Laurier. And and at that party, there were 23 confirmed cases of COVID-19. Like, what are you doing? Man.
1: Yeah, that's and that's just pr- dumb. That's
0: like 23 out of, I don't know, God knows how many people were there, but Yeah. I doubt yeah. it was more than
1: all 23. Like <laughs> Yeah. And how many of the how many people that were there have yet to get tested or yet to get their results yeah. back and stuff? Like you know what the worst part about it is it just gives like a bad like it's just like a knock on like the rest of the students at the school like you're out here being responsible you have eight people over at your house like including your roommates or whatever and you're limiting the amount of people you see and now all of a sudden the story comes out outbreak at laurier and everyone's like oh like those kids at laurier like they're such idiots of course it would happen there and it's like at the beginning of the year in like september uh like at Western, obviously I don't go there anymore, but there was like an outbreak, but it was uh like in a residence. And they're like, Oh yeah, yeah. of course, like Western kids like outbreak. And it's like, Well, oh, guys, no. like we're putting kids in residences here, like what do we think some like nothing's gonna happen?
0: Yeah. Do you think they're gonna stay in their rooms for twelve hours a day and like not have any human contact?
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough,
0: man. It's uh I my grandparents got the vaccine the other day. So nice. I mean it's it's kind of it's good uh, to kind of watch it it progress and us get closer and closer to, to finding a solution for this thing and but yeah man I mean obviously everybody would like to party on Ezra during St. Patty's like it's just it's a Laurier tradition like go and get silly on Ezra have some fun with your friends COVID is COVID don't mm. fuck around with that like it's yeah if you want if you want to do something with your roommates go for it but like it just I don't know man no need to have a fifty plus person gathering and then have twenty three of of your whatever P- party goers get COVID like come on yeah
1: exactly like you gotta be that might... responsible with it to try and yeah, at least... I think that...
0: I was gonna say that might yeah
1: be responsible but that might lead us
0: into our, into our be better segment I know that's not the one that you uh you had written down here yeah Yeah, that's
1: that's a good be better though that's a valid be better i'd say but no my so i had this one we haven't done a little be better in a little bit i haven't really had anything that's been bothering me but this one so we talked about on an episode uh maybe last episode maybe two ago um how bank machine or how we you don't pay bills really anymore like people don't want to take cash because of covid and so i had a bill that i didn't want because i was like i a, I hate breaking these. Like, it kind of sucks. And I just, like, I'm not paying cash right now with anything. So, might as well just put it in the bank. But I had this thing folded. Like, I actually, I have this wallet that you can, uh, it's just, like, a small little thing. It, like, fits your cards. Like, the cards, like, oh, pop up like, and kind of that, thing. Is that one of those,
0: like, RFID ones to prevent, like, sp- Yeah. Yeah. From, like, and a, it's, yeah. like,
1: really thin. It's nice. But it has a pocket on the front that you can, like, put money in on. And then on the other side, I have my IDs and stuff, obviously. But, um, the side with that, I put cash in, I have to like fold the money up to put it in there. And it's not like bent creased, like fine edge, but it's rounded in there almost. Right. So I go to the bank machine and I go to put it in and it won't accept the cash. And it's because there's a crease in it from being bent in the wallet. And I was like, the hell, like I'm putting it in this little slot that only fits the paper, like the size of the money. I'm trying to feed it in there. You think at some point these bank machines would be able to like compress the money, first of all, as it's going in there, and second, would be able to at least read it anyways. Like there's barcodes and stuff on the money. It's obviously one piece, like, yeah. and we can't we can't scan this money still. So I'm gonna call out banks and say that banks and specifically bank machines need to be better. Because yeah. like, what am I supposed to do with that money? What if it, even in, if it wasn't in, in my wallet? Yeah. Like we need to figure this out here. Like what if, even if it wasn't in my wallet, right? It's just, it's just in my pocket, just as simple as that. And it gets folded up a little bit. Now I can't put it in the bank. Like that's come on, come on, yeah. be better. Like yeah, we need to figure gonna this be, out.
0: Yeah. Eventually you're going to be walking around like Floyd Mayweather, with there's all the other, all the money you can't deposit to the bank. It's <laughs> like 2 million cash yeah. in your pockets.
1: Yeah. And like, there's not really anywhere that I can like pay cash. And then I don't want to, even if I can't pay cash, like I don't want to be getting, um, money like change back and stuff. I'd rather like, it's yeah. just messy at this point. I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. So let me put it in the bank. But yeah. That's you know what? my, I view got, better.
0: I got to, I got to be better too. I got to be better too. I kind of like the whole bank thing. Um, Kind of prompted like a little thought process in me, but like I was at the LCB, uh, I don't know, yesterday morning,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and I was loading up, and they go, "Oh, would you like to donate to like the women's shelter?" And I'm like, "Oh, like, oh, like, sorry, like not this time. We've all, we've all been there, like turning down yeah, a donation. Yeah. Like, you feel like shit. Like, obviously, I yeah, want to donate. Yeah, do, you I, do. I do, but I can't. Like, I financially, I'm, I'm spending a lot, I'm going into the negative buying my eight pack of Cottage Springs. So yeah, I can't donate right now." But I hate how it, it's, it comes from the human, like, the cashier is the one asking. And not prompted know. by the
1: machine. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Like, they know I'm a bad person. Like, I yeah. have to, like, confront somebody. Oh, like, sorry, no.
1: I yeah. Don't no, help. actually, no, Women no, in need. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, like,
0: just, like, ask me discreetly on the machine. Like, would you like a tip at a restaurant? Like. Yes. Like yes. To, uh, that way, I don't have to look like an asshole who's not donating yes. to the less fortunate.
1: Yes so that's my or- be better. it might be better
0: of the cashiers with the audacity to ask a broke university student whether they have the means to, to donate <laughs> and the thing is I too do.
1: even even if it's not them like shaming you if there's like a peep, a line of people behind it's just yes. like oh that's worse it's almost like even if they can't put it on the machine they should just put it on a piece of paper that says like do you want to donate and they just like slide it towards slide you it and you're just <laughs> you like
0: unfold it look over your shoulders just, read
1: it <laughs> yeah read it like give it a little shake put it back and they're like give you a nod okay <laughs> like, yeah um, move on imagine okay.
0: like the person in front of you donates and then as you're checking out like no no, no I, I can't donate today the person yeah. who just checked out prior like turns around because you one of these like yeah.
1: shakes
0: their head at you like oh god tsk, tsk. Yeah. yeah
1: yeah no that's yeah I I, I I feel that I know I that big time I know exactly what you're talking about they just like sit there and they're like do you want to donate today and like oh <sighs> <laughs> not and it's
0: always uh, not this
1: time like, yeah not this time we'll get them next
0: yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> okay, next I mean, that kind of reminds me i think it's the same kind of i don't know how i got here how my brain works sometimes but have you ever been caught like in the bathroom in like a handicap stall and somebody who actually needs the handicap stall waits outside like it's waiting <laughs> outside has that ever happened to you
1: um i honestly don't think it has um i'm trying to like think of a scenario no I, I don't think it has i don't think i've got caught in that situation before
0: Dude, it have you me
1: one one
0: time and one it sticks time. out it oh sticks my out. god i'll carry this with, with me to my grave like because you never think it's gonna ha- happen to you like you always like have that kind of thought at the back of your brain see the videos online but like you yeah. never think it's gonna happen to you until it did and i was sitting there just like, doing my thing and there's like a person came and I see like the walker like under the door and I'm like oh my god like like I like just finished up and and just left the bath I didn't even make like I just head down like I knew (laughs) like I I, like I knew that they knew that I was not well like so, so yeah I just got the hell out of there I didn't say a word no not even a glance was exchanged had my, I uh, just hung my head in shame on the way out the door.
1: Yeah, you're just like, ah, yeah. damn, sorry. So good,
0: you've got to. Yeah, soak it. yeah.
1: Soak it. like, there's nothing you can do at that point. The funniest one is, like, you see it online, and it's like, I'm just gonna wait it out, and then it's like 20 minutes. They put like, oh, 20 minutes later, like this person's still here.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Like, Have I you seen those? There,
0: I don't know. There's like like a convention or like some sort of like event happening for like disabled people and there's a whole line outside of like
1: yeah people waiting
0: for the stalls like, oh my god so that could have been worse i guess i don't know yeah but
1: that sucks though you got stuck in that situation yeah. oh damn was there other okay okay hold on were there other people like in the bathroom when you came out no, we like, no. was it at least empty? So you could just it, wheel right it, past. The person. It,
0: was em- it was empty. It was empty, nice. except for this one elderly gentleman. And I felt so horribly, like, mind you, like, I don't know, had there been other people there, it would have been a lot worse. So mm-hmm. I'm grateful, like, because other people would have given me that.
1: Yeah, and you would have got the walk, like the walk of shame. And yeah. You're like standing so, there washing your hands. Like you can feel. Ding, 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 yeah. ding, like the Game of Thrones
0: parade me through the streets naked.
1: Yeah, you can like feel people glaring at you at like the back of your head as you're washing your hands. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh.
0: yeah, yeah. I don't want to think about that.
1: Yeah, that's tough. Move on,
0: shall we? But yeah, man, yeah. that's good.
1: Okay, so like, I do want
0: you. I was gonna say you sent us uh, a video in the group chat. Was that where you're gonna get, yeah. get to next?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we had on a couple of weeks ago or maybe like a month ago at this point, uh, Josh Goodwin, he's my roommate at school. I've known him since I was like eight years old. He works for the Raptors Digest and recently, recently, sorry, those guys reached out to me and they asked if I would be interested in being a videographer editor for them. So I'm kind of joining on with the Raptors Digest team and doing some work with them, helping out film, edit, produce videos for, uh, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, everything like that right now. Um, but I went out, we went out Josh and I did and filmed our first video. It's up on YouTube. It's called interviewing Raptors fans about the trade deadline. It's under the Raptors digest. So if you head over to YouTube, check that out, give them a subscribe, like our video, share it, share it with people. Cause that's, that's like the first, this is like the first video that I've had. That's like, I don't know. I guess you could almost say like, quote unquote, blowing up. I don't know. It was it was pretty cool feeling. Like I've obviously have my own personal YouTube channel and I put, I put things up on there and they've got like a decent amount of stuff. But, uh, in the first like 15 minutes of this video being up there, it had like 200 views, 50 likes. And I was just like, I've been, it literally came out today. So that's why we're, that's why I'm talking about it. March, March 18th. That's why I've been beaming about it. Uh, I just like looked at it, 520 views, 75 likes in the last hour. So go check that video, but it's pretty cool. It's like, we just kind of went around Toronto, found people with masks and went up to them and we're just like, Hey, do you know anything about the NBA? And they're like, yes or no. And then we say, okay, we're filming a YouTube video. You guys want to be a part of it. And Josh would just interview people about the Raptors and kind of ask about uh, their thoughts on Kyle Lowry, going and getting big free agents, whether or not we could bring back Kawhi. It was cool stuff. So that's up there on YouTube go check that out. Obviously go check out our YouTube. In the meantime, you're already on YouTube. So yeah. go over yeah. there. You lazy bums and go subscribe to us, like our videos, lads and lawn chairs. But, uh, yeah, if you're looking for anything Raptors content, it's like a 12 minute, 11 minute video. So yeah, I was pretty pumped pretty about sick, that. Man. It's pretty cool.
0: dude. That, that must've been a lot of fun. Just ripping around downtown. Like,
1: yeah, it was honestly, I was like, yeah, I was, uh, skeptical, um, and like a little nervous, I guess, because, in some ways, like, obviously I'm the one behind the camera. I'm not in front of it. Like Josh was, but it's like a little, you're like putting yourself out there, right? Like go out there, go up to random people and just ask some questions. But we kind of just both had the mindset of like, we're like, who cares if these, like, if these people say no, like they say, no, what does it matter? So you just go up to people and you're like, Hey, do you know anything about the NBA? Do you want to be in a YouTube video? Sure. If they say no, it's like, all right, thanks. Have a good day. And honestly, I was telling, I was telling my parents about this when I came back from it is like, everyone that we met other than literally uh two people were so nice and so kind like kind about it uh whether they were on camera or they weren't or like they didn't want to be interviewed they were so nice about it like everybody we would go up to them and be like hey introduce ourselves tell them what we're doing and they'd say uh no sorry i don't want to be on youtube or no i don't know anything about the raptors and we're like okay no worries thank you and we'd walk away and they'd be like like every person would be like, thanks for asking. Really appreciate it. Hope you guys have a good day. I'm like,
0: Oh, it's amazing. You know,
1: we asked over a hundred people, maybe like 30 people or 25 people. We ended up filming and the rest were all incredible experiences with these people, which I thought was pretty cool. Like just to kind of go out there and have these people interact with you that way. Uh, the only one that was pretty funny was, uh, it was early on in the day and we were trying to find people to ask we see this guy. I think he might've literally been wearing like an OVO hoodie and like uh, something. That it, it it wasn't a Raptors hat, but it was like something to do with the NBA. I can't remember exactly what it was at the time. but he's walking towards us down the sidewalk. And so the way Josh was kind of like getting people is he would like give them a wave. And cause in, we didn't know if they had headphones in or whatever. And he'd say like, Hey, excuse me, sir. So this guy's approaching and Josh goes, Hey, excuse me, sir. And uh, he's, you can see he's like no sunglasses or anything no earphones in and he's just keeps walking and josh is like excuse me sir and then he gets closer to us John again goes hey excuse me sir and he just blows <laughs> right past us like shoulder to shoulder not even single like law. yeah and like I don't, I don't know i probably shouldn't be laughing because you don't know maybe he's like maybe he's deaf. I don't know. Right. Like it's just throwing a shot in the dark. Like he could be, but it was just, you know, like Josh also threw the hand in the air or whatever. And he just no acknowledgement whatsoever. And just walked right past us like blinders on, didn't even realize we were there. So yeah, it was was pretty funny, but yeah, we literally were like right downtown. We went to the, uh, the square where like Jurassic park and Maple Leaf square is and stuff filmed down there. Um, we went into like, you know, the conqueror or not the Congress, the area beside the ACC, like right where the gates are, the one gate is, it's like yeah, connected yeah. to Union Station. We like went and we were like trying to see if we could get in. And it was pretty funny, actually, the security guard like came over and was like, hey, what are you guys up to? And we we're like, we, we were like just straight up with everybody. Like we were like, what, what are we going to lie about? Like, I don't know. We were just like, hey, we're like filming a video for YouTube about the Raptors. We were wondering if we could get in the building. And the guy's like, oh, so, I'm so sorry, boys. Like, I wish I could let you in. But like, you have to fill out all these sheets like a week in advance because of COVID protocols and like produce these negative tests. So like, I'm really sorry, but I, I'd love to let you in. And we we're like, ah, <laughs> we could have just gone into the ACC. Like what are the Scotiabank arena? Like what? We could have just walked in there. Ooh. And then uh, he's just like, I ah, have a good day, boys. Like, hope you hope uh, the video goes well. And we just had it on our way. But it was just experiences like that the whole day. So it was pretty cool. Yeah, that's honestly. pretty sick. Yeah. Anybody other than the guy who just blew right by? Like any like just assholes? No, like I'm telling you, that that was it. Like even this one guy, like this one guy we went up to, we are like, hey, uh, whatever, we give the whole spiel. And he's like, I don't know much, but like I can answer some questions if you want. And then we're like.
0: <laughs> what is he, he going to bring to the table? Like, I don't know anything about <laughs> yeah.
1: basketball, but I'll be interviewed. <laughs> But that's what we were just kind of like okay well we, we might as well interview and you and see what happens mm-hmm. like cares because worst case uh ontario like i just don't use the clips right you know what i mean like we might as well just have the video so we like interviewed the guy and uh we i ended up using like one clip from his interview and put it in um but yeah stuff like that we met this guy though he was hilarious his name was uh steve josh called him showtime steve And he just had hilarious reactions to everything and was like, Josh told him like we could get uh, Chris Stapp's Porzingis or Tristan Thompson. And this guy was like, oh, oh God, are you kidding me? Oh, and he's like freaking out. He's like, yes, yes, yes. He loved it. So it was just funny stuff like that. Showtime. It was a good time. So Yeah. Go check out the, uh, go check out that video up on YouTube now.
0: Yeah. Dude, shout out Showtime Steve. The guy sounds like a real one.
1: It was hilarious. Yes! Oh! <laughs> he literally was like, Josh, like, yeah, we can get Chris Apps for Zingus. And he's like,
0: oh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like, yeah. Jeans over Chris Apps. hmm Damn, bro. Yeah. <laughs> that like so that's
1: kind of what I've been up to. I've just been editing for the last few days and then that got uh, released today. Um but yeah, actually today I was able to go over because I finished the video yesterday, sent it off, final copy, and then they uploaded it today. Uh, today, I, because I'm not working yet, I'm starting work next week, which is a whole other thing. Five Waking up at 5.30 after waking up at like 30, 11 o'clock every day is just going to yeah. be an absolute wake-up call. But um, not working or like working from home must be so prime for being able to get those midday haircuts. Cause mm. I went over there and I go to uh, this place like around the corner where you have to log in online and check in. And, uh, I went on like a Saturday, a couple weeks ago and it was like 30 minute wait time. So whatever you check in, hang out at home, drive over for your time and then do it. Well, today I went to do it and it was like one minute wait time. So I just it was like, click drive, like get over yeah. there get there and just walk right in no one else is in the whole thing get my hair done like everyone in there is talking to me everyone that works there and stuff but it must be so prime for people who like either work from home or just don't work during the day to just be able to go over there and do that like not have to deal with weekend shit like
0: (laughs) yeah because i remember i worked from home this summer and it was like my lunch break whenever i needed Mm -hmm. a haircut just like fly over there like Gone for twenty minutes, come back, eat my lunch, and hop right back on the computer. But like, it's it's huge because you try to schedule a haircut. Haircuts are tough to get, like especially if you're going to a place which is like a good haircut place. Like, man, they're always in such high demand. You think like, how many fucking people are out here like that need their haircut at the same time I do? Like, what the hell? You'd be surprised. Like a lot.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, lots.
0: (laughs) Yeah, lots. Um, Especially like late Thursday or like Friday after work, like Saturday afternoon. Yeah, I think Sunday is right a the huge weekend. haircut
1: day too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it can be tough. So yeah, going over there midday like prime, prime. What
0: sorcery is this? You know, you <laughs>
1: yeah, in, right? I literally walked in and like, wow, okay. Um, but it was pretty funny. I go over there though, and uh, the lady who's like cutting my hair. I have really, really curly hair. Like, Mickey, your hair is probably similarly curly as mine but, uh, it got like pretty long on top and I was like, needed to get it cleaned up. So I worked out this morning, comb out my hair and then just like dry it. I'm not going to like give it a proper wash before getting cut. Right. Go over there. And it's super curly. And the lady looks at me and is like, uh, did you like pay to get your hair done like this? And I was like, pardon, uh, it's my hair. And she's like, Oh, like people pay for Perms like this, and I was like, "Uh, yeah, it's not a perm. Like, this is just my hair. Thanks, though." <laughs> so that's yeah. how it started.
0: Yeah, if you were on TikTok, you'd you'd probably honestly like get repped in the comments for people be like, "Oh, check, like, perm check. Pull yeah, your hair down. And it comes back out. It's like, <laughs> yeah,
1: because my hair is so you curly." Know. And this lady's just like, oh, wow. Yeah. Your hair is really curly. And then, but then it was funny. Like there's like three, like older ladies, like, or not like old ladies, but like they're working in there and they kind of start, the one lady's like, wow. Like, yeah, your hair is so beautiful. Blah, blah, blah. And start talking to me. So I want to (laughs) know if you've ever had experiences like this, because this lady is just like, your hair is so beautiful. And then she's like, can we like take pictures and video, like for our marketing and stuff? I'm like, sure like i don't know i guess (laughs) i don't really know it's a reputable place so like i guess and then uh they're like wow like you have such nice eyes and stuff i'm sitting there like i don't know what to say i just like looking at the tv and like watching like sports center (laughs) just being like thanks thanks and they're just like taking pictures oh wow your eyes are so nice you know oh you look at your hair do you have you ever grown it out i think you'd look really good with long hair i'm like what do i say like <laughs> th- thanks i was just like thank yeah you. i had long thank hair you. <laughs> like, thank you <laughs> yeah <laughs> thanks thanks it's like having a, a happy birthday song to you like you just don't know what to do <laughs> yeah what do you do what's the appropriate response like
0: do you like like looking around like an idiot just oh
1: like you can't sing
0: no <laughs> but then you're sing. just not singing. thank you thank you like yeah. again it's just either a thank, thank you. you or it's like uh like just yeah. smile like thumbs up maybe just good stuff thank guys.
1: you good <laughs> harmonies dad like yeah. yeah yeah so that was uh my experience at the hair cutters but i don't know got a fresh lineup so
0: yeah bro Looks feel good. pretty good yeah Plus that huge ego boost, too.
1: Yeah, honestly. You I literally go in there and they just pump my tires. Yeah. <laughs> like,
0: oh, Thank my you, God. guys. <laughs> so my, eyes, my, my eyes are
1: beautiful. Fuck.
0: Like, <laughs> never, never really appreciated them. Like, yeah, yeah, okay. I'll see you guys next week. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Dude, that's yeah, what I love so- it. I, I, like I like the hair place I get my hair cut out, it's, it's it's really more of an experience than it is anything else. Like you go in there like, Can I get you anything? Coffee, water? Like, you sit down in these big chairs and they got the sports on the TV. There's got some magazines. Where magazine. do you go? Like I go to Starks on Main Street Union. Well, oh, I guess okay. they relocated, but oh, okay. I haven't been there in time though. I haven't even been to their new location yet. Hmm. But I used to go to Starks and it was it was a class act
1: through and through. I go to this place called uh, Sports Clips. And they oh, just yeah. have sports on the TVs. And then they do oh, this perfect. thing called the MVP. And the MVP was, like, discounted today. So it was, like, pretty much free. And yeah. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll get it. Like, whatever. Yeah. I usually just get just the haircut. I was like, okay, fine. And they wash your hair for you and everything. Oh, and, like, good. while they're yeah. washing your hair, they take, like, the Theragun. You know those things?
0: No. Uh,
1: You ever seen the NBA players of those, like... Um, little massaging things it's like a little ball on the end and they what put it like on their gun. muscles yeah 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 it literally okay, looks yeah. like a gun yeah so they have those and they like put it on your shoulders like are you getting oh, your hair, hair washed and I'm like i was like ah you know what what a good yeah. day
0: <laughs> yeah yeah you know, i kind of did the same thing not with a massage gun but like to get the hair wash or whatever and then like you walk over from like the sink to the to the, to the, the table and like mm-hmm. i don't know for any women listening like men don't do this normally like so it's a new experience, it's pretty cool. Like, I know you guys yeah. do it all the time, but like, it's a, it's a production for us. So, we get up and we go over, and then, uh, like, there's like, oh, would you like the the well, like, the I don't know, the premium treatment today? I'm like, yeah, like, how much will that run me? And they tell me, I'm like, okay, why not? Like, <laughs> okay, fine. So, then they ended up putting like a warm face cloth on me, like, get a little, like, yeah, CBD they did that
1: oil. too. They did that too.
0: <laughs> yeah, they do. I got like the CBD oil, like, drips on my face or like massaged in. Like I got Jeez. A face massage. They got like a straight razor neck shave. I'm like, oh my God, this is just wow prime time service right now.
1: Wow. I thought I was getting pampered. Holy smokes. Yeah,
0: dude, they, they really went above and beyond there. But yeah, man, it, it cost a pretty penny, I'll tell you that. But man, women's yeah. haircuts are like 500 bucks a pop, aren't they? Like they're pricey as shit.
1: Yeah. So we're getting a steal. Just an absolute steal with that. Dude, I want man. to drop out of school and become a
0: women's hairdresser. Like we <laughs> have three clients make 1500 bucks like, yeah oh, how do you okay do? thanks yeah that's, yeah, that's not bad day. yeah oh my
1: all right maggie obviously oh. this is a huge huge story that we're getting into march 18th this weekend is the start of it yep march madness yeah. did you fill out your bracket yet have you done that
0: i did not man and nor do i think i will like it's kind of it, it's kind of shitty because like my school has like the big third year project ice week mm-hmm. it's kind of infamous here and Mm-hmm. there's it began yeah on saint patty's day at 4 30 in the afternoon so i had to cut my celebrations early and go to this like unveiling it's a huge it's like a 26 page case that i got to read through for my group of four and then basically get everything done uh by next thursday so you have one week to do it and it's like here's the case present a solution make a video twitter account like everything whole nine yards get it done in Mm -hmm. a week so it's gonna be really busy i don't think i'll be able to take a look at the bracket or anything like that it's kind of shitty because i love march madness it's always been a great time of year so man i I have not filled out my bracket but let me hear let me hear
1: yours so uh two i think like two years ago i filled out or no three years ago because last year there was no tournament so three years ago i filled out a bra i filled out like 10 brackets maybe um and then just wanted to see which ones like would do the best and was like following them all and then two years ago i decided like you know what i just want to cheer for one bracket like i just want to follow this one bracket and just be like all in balls to the wall on this one bracket the entire time um and obviously it doesn't pan out like i didn't pick the winner or nothing but this year i decided okay what i'm going to do is i'm going to pick one bracket my picks, like go through whatever, pick everyone. And then I'm going to make one other bracket, but it's just autofill. So there's an autofill option on the March Madness thing. Like I use the ESPN app, there's an autofill option. And I was like, I just want to see what, what happens if it's literally, cause it's literally the description says in the autofill bracket, they just do a coin flip basically between the two teams. It's not analytically driven, nothing. It's just coin flip that's who picks that's who the winner is so i just filled out an auto auto fill bracket just so i could compare it to my real bracket the the day after i fill out my auto my brackets the auto fill bracket it picked like a cleveland state or something like that which is a 15 seed to win but the day after I fill it out, I see on Instagram that this dog, this golden retriever last year or two years ago, picked the winner, right? Cause they do that thing where they put, they put the bowls out with the logos and it picked the winner. And this year it picked Cleveland state. Who's the winner of my auto fill bracket. <laughs> so i was dying laughing i'm like this dog who picked the winner last time picked my autofill bracket champion so cleveland state's going all the way that's my pick
0: (laughs) dude. cleveland state man i love when those dogs make the picks like nothing nothing makes me happier than seeing like a dog just outsmart everybody but man, i the one thing i did kind of follow along with the um the bracket game like is I remember like a couple years ago, I don't know, maybe, maybe three, four years ago, there was like that like eight-year-old or nine-year-old kid, maybe twelve, I don't know, it could be maybe fourteen, I don't know, young young guy, and he ended up getting like an almost perfect bracket, and he won like he picked the winner, like I'm pretty sure he he won like or maybe he got the perfect bracket because he won. Like, I don't the think Warren he got
1: Buffett's... a perfect bracket. I don't okay. think there's I mean, ever been did... a perfect bracket, but okay, pretty pro- won... probably got pretty close.
0: He got pretty close. I think he picked the winner, and I think he had like. A couple first round upsets, but like picked like I think from the elite eight onwards, he was like a hundred percent. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so and then he, I don't know, won one, like a bracket challenge, won a bunch of money, and then this year he's coming back. And on TikTok, I saw this, and he's coming back and providing all of his like analysis into like behind his picks, and like so he's trying to help out the boys and, and and get like a good bracket going. But I don't know if this guy was just dumb luck the first time around. I'm pretty sure he came out and said in an interview he guessed most of his picks. Like at that yeah. Age. Yeah. But I don't know man, maybe he he's taking it seriously this year. Who knows? But he he did he did it once before. It's not it's not outside
1: the realm of possibility he can do it again. It's the the worst thing too with it is that like the all the analysis you can do it doesn't really matter. No. You know what I mean? Like it's March Madness. It's one game decides it's 40 minutes of college students playing basketball. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. And like, even if you do your analysis and I know this is going to be like so generic to say, but like, if, uh, let's say like Virginia is playing, obviously these teams aren't playing against each other. I'm just saying for example, if Virginia is playing against Michigan and, uh, let's just say Virginia's the, the dog and you're like, you do days of analysis and you're like virginia is gonna win this game because a b c d e and you're like 100 they're gonna upset michigan it's a it's a six seed upset they're gonna they're gonna take them down michigan could just like hit a buzzer beater and then beat virginia (laughs) you know what i mean like it could just they could just hang in there all game and then just hit a buzzer beater and it's game over and you're like I was one point away from being right. <laughs> it's yeah. like so generic to say, and like, obviously that could happen. And obviously the, the dogs will sometimes win or the favorite teams are going to win. But it's like, even if you break it down to the point of like, the dog is going to win because of this, this, and this, and they've had this Virginia's 10 and 0 against Michigan this year and 30, and know, all time. And then they'll just lose. It'll just happen. And like, there's no way you literally just have to like, my mom asked for help with her bracket. And I said to her, I was like, nothing I do will help you with your bracket. Like you have just as good of a chance at picking a good bracket as I do. You might as well just pick it yourself, <laughs> like close your eyes and pick the teams or pick the teams that you like the colors the most of, because yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, just make really- sure you pick all one seeds in the first round. That's it. And like, that's, Basically. Yeah, base like that's basically the only like guarantee. Only I'm pretty sure only once have they lost. So like that's your lock of the century.
0: <laughs> Dude, you know what? I'm gonna fill out my bracket right now. Oh man. UCSB over Creighton.
1: What do you think, Phil? Uh no, UCSB. Oh. <laughs> oh,
0: okay. You know what? I was leaning to, I was kind of leaning towards them too. I was okay. kind of leaning, to, okay. Let's go Virginia over UCSB. Uh, Kansas, I'll go Kansas over Washington, but I'm gonna say USC upsets Kansas. Saint Bonaventure is going deep in this tournament for me. We'll <laughs> go. You never know. I know. I'll go Georgetown over Florida State. What round are you in right now? Right now, I'm in the Sweet 16. Oh Gonzaga God. over okay. Virginia. Yeah. Oregon over USC. Damn, that's a that's a Northwestern uh, battle there. Villanova over Baylor, why not? Okay, so I have Villanova I have Gonzaga and Villanova in my national championship game. And I'll take whoops. How do I how do I even finish this shit? What the hell? Oh, there you go. Final four. There, it's down here. Okay. Gonzaga over Texas, Villanova over Oklahoma State, and I'm gonna take Gonzaga wins the tournament. Final score forty
1: six. Wait, forty-six. Why? What are, what are the games normally like? I don't know. Anywhere between like sixties to eighties, I would say. I don't think. Wait. I
0: think forties pretty low.
1: You know what? I'm sticking with forty-six.
0: Forty-six to seventy-four. I think it's a oh, blowout.
1: Okay. It's just uh, right from the start, it's just it's a route. Actually, yeah, now they're running away.
0: <laughs> I'll do sixty-four. I'll reverse those numbers. Sixty-four to seventy-two. Okay. Let's enter the chance to win. Enter the Accurate Attorney
1: Challenge Sweepstakes. My picks are submitted. That's it. Respect it. There you go. Your kid is in. The picks are in. We'll <laughs> see. We'll see how your uh, bracket goes. We'll compare them at the end of March Madness and see who is. We'll do like weekly update, I guess, because there's a lot of games that go on, and we can just see what like percentage our brackets are at and see how they're going. Yeah. But uh, I like it. I like it a lot. Hey, man. Um, okay. I want to talk about this guy, Kirill, Kirill Kaprizov. Have you seen him on the Minnesota wild McGee? Dude, I've, I've like heard of him. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I know who he is and I know he's lighting up the league, but I haven't, I haven't been fortunate enough to watch him play. Okay, well, I more want to get your opinion on something that's not necessarily just, like, on ice relevant. Um, But basically, this guy, he is a 23-year-old Russian who came over from the KHL. He was drafted by Minnesota, ends up signing with them, comes over here, he's playing for them now, and he's lighting it up. Like, this guy is nasty. Um, He's absolutely electric to watch. Like, if you get a chance to go and watch Kirill Kaprizov highlights, K-I-R-I-L-L space K-A-P-R-I-Z-O-V. Kirill Kaprizov. They're calling him Kirill the Thrill. Um, the other day they were tied 0-0 in the third period with 14 minutes left. And this guy put up a hat trick, wins the get and they win the game. Um, but McGee, what I want to know, he's 23 years old. He played in the KHL for like five years before he comes over here. Do you think there should be some kind of limitation on who's allowed to win rookie of the year? Because he's in the rookie of the year conversation because he's younger than like 24 or 25. And it's his first year in the NHL. But a lot of people are freaking out about it, being like, he shouldn't be allowed to do this. He played five years of pro hockey before he came here, and he's 23. But like, it's the same thing as what Panarin did. And they're all, those people are also saying Panarin shouldn't have been able to win it. Like, it's not like they're going flip flop. But I don't know. Do you have any kind of opinion on it? I don't really know where I stand because in some ways, like, yeah, he played five years pro hockey, but it's not the NHL. And he's yeah. still a young guy.
0: I think the rookie of the year should be reserved for a player who is taken in that draft class, like in the in the like the draft class. So obviously, like
1: who the so f- like Lafreniere or yeah. Byfield or something yeah, like, like that. but like, what if you're drafted in 2019 and you don't play the following season, but you play the season after? You don't think that guy should be allowed to win rookie of the year?
0: Yeah, I mean that's a good point.
1: Like what if you're like a first round guy, late first round, and you go play another year of junior or you and you come back the next year and light it up and went like I think that's acceptable. I, I I just like don't really know. Like the problem I have with it is that I think the age is okay, but I think the fact that he played pro hockey before is what should prohibit it. Yeah, 5 I years in the KHL is a long time. Like let's say he played like 2 years in the KHL, it's a bit different I think. But cuz like you could come 4 years call, co- you could be a 4-year college guy um go to the NHL and make your debut at 22, 23.
0: Yeah. What what about the like the Donovan team. Mitchell, Ben Simmons like rookie of the year thing? Cuz like Ben Simmons did play NBA games the season prior.
1: Yeah, I think that that one was cheesy. I think that Donovan Mitchell should have been rookie of the year. I don't think Ben Simmons should have been eligible because I'm pretty sure he like played a decent amount of games and then he's yeah, like a 20 or something. Year. Yeah, and I think that that should like, cap it. But I'm pretty sure the NHL has a rule of like, if you play a certain number of games, that counts as your season. Yeah. So then you're like eliminated from, so if you play like 10 games, then you're like, that's your rookie year. And then the next year is not your rookie year.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: that the NHL has that kind of rule to like, it almost like eliminates that. Um, but I don't know. I, I just have a hard time like eliminating it be, based on age because of college guys that could come out. I think that the the fact that he played pro and maybe his, he played pro as long as he did should be in a, a factor because like a lot of those kids in Sweden, Finland, they'll play like in the, those pro leagues and then come over here. But I don't think they're playing five years in those pro no. leagues and then coming here. Like those yeah, guys are cool. like Elias Patterson coming in here at like 18 or 19 years old. Ah. And he's played pro for like two years, but he was in the le- the second league before that two years. So it's like, okay, that's fine. And I, I agree with that. Yeah. But I just think that that KHL five years, that's a long time, man. <laughs>
0: that is a long time. Like five years of pro, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like the moment you play pro hockey, regardless of the league, like it's pro hockey, pro hockey is pro hockey. Like obviously the NHL is the most desirable league like it's
1: yeah I almost player. just think there should be like a cap on the number of years you can play pro hockey outside the NHL before you're allowed to be like of eligibility so like if you play two years in the KHL and you come here that's fine but you play more than two years and then you come here okay your rookie is wiped like you can't be a rookie I think it should be less than a year like I think if it's like if
0: you play like I don't know if you play like if you play a full season in the KHL, you're not a
1: okay. But if you,
0: if you play the KHL for development or whatever, and you're like, I don't know, play like 20 games and then you come mm-hmm. over, it's like,
1: okay, rookie, yeah. Fair enough. I just wanted to see what your opinion on it was. Cause yeah, no, like, I, I don't know. I, mean, I just keep seeing it online. And I'm like, I don't have a definitive answer myself. No. Like I don't really know what to say about it. I guess that's no. kind of where I'm leaning towards now is like two year cap on a pro league elsewhere before like why you're allowed to be a rookie. And then that's it. That's kind of like how I'm seeing it right now without having put way too much thought into it. Yeah. But I don't know. I just think like, yeah, they already have the age cap. I think it's 24 and under you have to, is to be a rookie. So it's like, I think he's okay, but I don't know. All right. Well, uh, before we kind of wrap up the show here, I want to get into one more segment, obviously fan favorite, one of our favorites that'd be this or that.
0: Yeah. Let's get into it.
1: All right, McGee, first one here uh have to walk on five foot stilts or ride a unicycle so you have to do either one all the time always Ooh. i'm going unicycle because i think the unicycle is shorter than the stilts and i think that balance wise they're probably equ- like equal difficulty balance wise so, I think, like, you don't really sacrifice anything there, but you at least gain the fact with the unicycle that you're not as tall on the stilts. Like, the stilts would be very restrictive, not being able to the get into doorways. The would be or... yeah. yeah. Plus, the unicycle, you can, like, just so much speed. The yeah, stilts might be, faster. Like, gangly, but uh, yeah, unicycle, you could just zip around. And you could put, like, road wheels on it or something.
0: Yeah, yeah, like, off-roading unicycle. I'm pretty sure, doesn't, like, Eli- uh, Elias Patterson, like, riding yeah, unicycle. unicycles and juggles at the same time because yeah. it's a circus clown <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right so i think we're both in accordance unicycle is probably yes. still next one we got here would you rather have eyeballs the size of golf balls or teeth the size of computer keys uh, um i think i'm going teeth the size of computer keys because i'm looking at my computer keys right now and they're not horribly big like okay the only question i would have to ask are are the computer keys um like do you have because they're so much bigger
1: than your actual teeth i think you have less teeth
0: less teeth okay i was mm-hmm. gonna say like do you just have a massive mouth to fit like whatever you're
1: no no i th- I think you have less teeth
0: yeah i'd go i'd go computer computer or yeah the key key teeth
1: yeah i think I'm, i think i agree with you here um like it's not too much of a gap, like a difference between the keys to like my teeth in terms of like height. I would say it would more mm-hmm. so be the width to fit them in that way all the way around my mouth. So yeah. I think I'd I'd be willing to like do that. Whereas like the golf ball eyes would actually just be insane. Like I feel like you'd be me and everyone, everyone I'm around. Yeah, yeah. Like the eyes are bulging. Yeah. So no, I don't want to do that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Live next to a haunted house or across from a cemetery. Um I'd pro oh man I'm going across from a cemetery because I think that I don't know it's like we we talked about like living in a horror movie. i yeah. I, I couldn't deal with that like if the house next to me is haunted, we know it's haunted there's nothing we can do but it. it's not even just some rumor it's just like that's haunted then you're like every night you're going to bed like a little bit scared like maybe you're hearing screams and stuff whereas at least across from a cemetery like, pretty sure they have security there's fences around it like yeah it's a little spooky but it's like i'd rather deal with like that little creepiness than like, just an actual house. like yeah. the actual haunted house
0: is haunted the cemetery yeah. may or may not be
1: haunted yeah exactly yeah,
0: I, that's a good that's a good way to look at it i think i'm going with uh, that one as well all right all right the next one we got here is is would you rather live
1: where it's always raining or always snowing Um, I'm going snow and here's a thought on it is like, if it's snowing all the time, it doesn't rain. And if it's snowing, then it's going to be brighter. And Mm -hmm. like, you still have days where it's like sunny outside because you get that, like you get a snow shower and it's sunny outside. And then like, okay, maybe you get a snow shower and it's a little darker. Whereas if it's raining, I feel like when it's raining, it's more miserable. It's cold. You're wet snow. You don't have to be wet all the time. It's cold, but you're not necessarily wet. And then you can get that that brightness. It's white. It's maybe happier. You can yeah. enjoy that. It sucks that it's cold and it's snow all the time. But I think it's easier to deal with than raining. Like, raining ruins things. You, you don't you don't want to go outside for a walk if it's raining. But you'll go outside for a walk if it's, if it's snowing. Yeah, You know what I mean? So I think that that's just more enjoyable.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think that, like, there are sun showers and, and stuff like that. But, I mean, those sun showers, like, happen few and far between like there's a there's a lot of days in the winter where it's like a bright sunny day and saw some flurries coming down so i think i take the snow too and like it's always dark and gray when it's rainy the the clouds get heavy but when it's snowing it's still white clouds and
1: everything's good yeah it's like positive yeah sunny outside yeah Yeah. you can deal with that and you can do activities in the snow you can build forts go to snow fights uh make a hockey rink go snowboarding skiing whatever tubing whatever you want to do where if it's raining all the time it's yeah. like, I'm just gonna stay inside.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess we can read a book, maybe see a movie. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's too depressed to decide right now. It's so <laughs> yeah. yeah. That miserable. is one What's thing, up? though, like with working that is pretty nice, like working outside is that if you have a rain day, you're done. It's like, it, it rarely happens. Like, usually we just work in the rain, anyways. But if it's like bad enough that it's like actually just miserable or we can't do what we're supposed to be doing, if you have a rain day, it is like, you wake up because I your schedule is still switched a little bit. You know what I mean? Like you're waking up 5.30 every day. You're not going to just randomly sleep till like 12.30. So I get up at like 8.30 and I just have a whole day ahead of me to just hang out. And it's like the nicest break ever, but getting to hang out and be like, okay, I'm just going to watch a movie today. is so yeah. nice. Like on that rain day,
0: well, you could, you could like, pardon me. Oh fuck. That was a fat yawn, but I couldn't. I couldn't do that all the time, though. That's the thing. Like, it's nice no. every once in a while, but yeah. Yeah. But yeah right, man. We, were, we were agreeing. For, I think we agreed every single one. That was a yeah. pretty unanimous round of this or that, which which is nice because it doesn't happen often.
1: No, that was actually four Wait. for four. We went on agreeing, yeah. which is funny. We started off the player battle with uh, going on opposite directions. We had a draw. Yeah, so. who would have
0: thought this is what the episode would come to? Who would have thunk it? Damn, man. <laughs> Yeah. Episode 71, Phil, we got massive things in the works. Yeah. Big things in the works.
1: Yeah, we just cranked out a big interview with Robert Thomas. If you haven't checked that out yet, go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Podcasts, YouTube. Go watch our YouTube, like I mentioned earlier. Check that out. You can see Robert on YouTube with us, like talking to us over Zoom. Um, and we have a big, big interview lined up for next week or the week after is we're going to be recording it. Um, I'm pretty excited about that one. I think it's a really cool one. It's not a player, but he's involved in hockey. I'll tell you that much. So I think, uh, I think it's pretty exciting to have that guy coming on and hear some stories. And I don't know, man. We just keep rolling. That's what we do. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. what an episode. Just what it up. Yeah. yeah. What an episode. And you guys know
0: the drill. Catch us next week. Same time, same place, same lawn chairs. Cheers, lads and lads. Cheers. I got it that time.